0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss! Series winner for the Cardinals! And there it is in the left field! Hit number 3,000! run and start!
1: Smith, corks one the right down the line! It may go! Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! A high pop-ball! The is there! The Cardinals won the pennant! The
0: Cardinals won the pennant! The Cardinals won the pennant! Breeze hits it in the air to center! We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss! The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, Cardinal fans. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast. Coming to you from the patio studio, and as always, brought to you by our good friends at InnovatedCompanies.com. That's our good friend, Randy Green. If your need is construction, heating and cooling, electric, and now plumbing, it's all underneath that one umbrella at Innovated Companies. Give Randy Green a call. He's a man of his word, which is, in my opinion, one of the most important things uh, you can have in today's business world. It just doesn't seem to exist much anymore. If he tells you he's going to do something, shakes your hand, he's going to do it. He's got 35 years experience. He's a second-generation craftsman and, as I said, a man of his word. That's InnovatedCompanies.com. Um, you know, I usually give a little little rant here before we go to it, but you know what? Uh, on the line ready to go on the m 4 com hotline is my friend and yours, Benji Molina, and i got to get him in here because he posted something today that I had no idea and i got to ask him about. So what's going on, Benji? What's
1: going on, guys? Let's get this thing rolling.
0: Hey, really cool. I didn't know this, okay? I did not know this. So, Babe Ruth... Not many people knew. Babe Ruth, hit obviously, hit the first home run in, in historic Yankee Stadium. Um, but your brother, Jose, hit the last home run there before they closed it?
1: Yeah, Jimbo, yes. Um, not many people knew about the home runs. Uh, I think Dieter was one of them. That hit it or Poseidon? I'm not sure what it was or who it was, but Hosey, my brother Hosey, was the last home run in the Old Yankee Stadium. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that is totally crazy. That's why I put I put that little like it or not on that thing. I don't know if you noticed.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: I I put it like it or not. He's the last guy in the, the to hit a home run in Old Yankee Stadium when Babe Ruth hit the first one. So. Uh, and what I mean by that is because I, I'm sure the Yankee fans or Yankee organization probably wanted Derek Jeter or probably wanted one of their guys, right, like like Posada or one of their guys, which is okay. If they would have end up, ended up hitting that home run, it, it, it's okay with me too. But, but it was my brother. That's why you don't see – probably don't see that much people talking about it. If it would have been Jeter, Posada, Williams – uh, whoever from their organization, you would hear it all the time. You would hear every radio, uh, every radio game they do or whatever. So that's why one of the reasons I did it. You know, it's just so people know. Like you, you didn't know. So just for people to know that that happened.
0: Yeah, you know, you wonder about things like that sometimes. And again, I've always, I've always, you know, I'm I, I like old school baseball stuff. I going to Yankee Stadium was like a highlight for me. Um, I imagine your brother playing there had to be an amazing experience. I mean, I, I, obviously just making it to the big leagues is an unbelievable accomplishment, but there's just certain towns that baseball, you can only imagine what it's like. I mean, you hear the stories about DiMaggio walking to the stadium from his apartment and you, you sell the, the commercial where Jeter walked to the, sta- to the stadium. I mean, what a cool atmosphere. I, I think it would be really cool to play in a city like that. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I always –
1: I always wanted to play for them, not necessarily because I like them, but because of the history, right? I mean, I'm a history guy. I I love the history of it. I love what they, uh, what they represent in baseball, 27 championships. I know it was a lot easier to win a championship earlier because there was not many teams going into the playoff, but, but who cares? You still got to win it. I mean, it's not, it's not like you're, it's like the steroid guys. It's horrible when you use steroids, but if, what does it good? You can you stare and still hit five home runs. So you still got to hit them. But, but for for the, um, for the Yankees, I always wanted to play there. And my brother, the next year, they started a new year in 2009 in a new stadium. And he ended up winning the, the World Series with them and becoming a big part of catching CC and catching Andy Pettit and catching all these big guns. Did you know my brother was the personal catcher for Mike Messina? I mean, the last couple of years. And Mike Mucina hit twenty, he, he um win twenty games one of the last years that he caught him twenty season Mike M- twenty wins in a season Mike Mucina when my brother was catching that's amazing and Mike Mucina should be in the Hall of Fame by the way.
0: Oh, I know you're you're a big proponent of his. He was a great pitcher. He was a big game pitcher too. So, cool stuff, man. And that is interesting and that is awesome. Um, you know, again, I. Uh, just to make it to the big leagues is an amazing accomplishment. But I, I know, you know, obviously you're on the show, obviously your brother is an iconic figure in St. Louis, but you know, you're, you know, there is, you know, your other brother was a, was a heck of a player too. And it is an amazing feat. All three of you guys being in the big leagues like that at the same time, what an amazing experience. So good. That's a, that's an awesome thing for him. Like I said, I know you guys have memories that'll last you a lifetime. Um, currently, the Cardinals um, are trying to, to have another memory added to their memory bank as they fight for their playoff lives. Um, we got some help from L.A. Uh, you know, my opinion on that series between L.A. and Colorado was real simple. Um, whoever won the first game, I wanted them to win the next two and kind of put some distance. Um, L.A. did that. Um, they swept Colorado. Colorado. Colorado now sits uh, a game and a half behind the Cardinals in the wild-card standings, and I believe the Cardinals have a game up on them in the win column. Um, You know, and again, if you look at the standings, there are still things within reach for the Cardinals. Now, as we wind down, it's becoming more and more apparent, you know, that we sit in the second wild-card spot. Is the first wild-card spot possible? Well, of course it is because, you know, you don't know what somebody else is going to do. We do play Milwaukee. We're three behind them, so we do have games coming up against them. Um, We do have games coming up against the Cubs. So, I mean, anything is possible, of course. Um, That being said, you know, the bottom line is I think we all want to take care of business and try to put ourselves in a position to just get in and get it and have a chance. So, um, as we approach these last games, that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, think about if we can win all those six games. That means taking advantage of three games in the Cubs, taking advantage of, of Milwaukee, that puts us right in there, right? I yes. mean that puts us right like fighting for the division even. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So uh it's it's up to us like like uh uh like we had a comment on the on when I said that, that we need to have a mentality to win twelve games in a row. All right. I, I didn't say let's go out and win 12 games. If we did win 10, 12 games, it's great. It's fine. I love it. I said have the mentality of going out there and winning 12 games. That's what I meant, having the mentality. And they they have to do it. They have to play that way. From now on, how many games we got left?
0: What is it, uh, nine?
1: See? Don't, we, don't you think we should have the mentality of winning all nine games?
0: Well, I would sure hope so. Because
1: that's what I – yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. What people were saying, ah, you think you're crazy winning – I didn't say we're going to win 12 games or we're going to win nine games. I, I said the players have to have the mentality of winning all those games. Like Bellinger said on the paper, we don't come here to win two out of three. We come here to win three out of three, four out of four. That's what he said, and, and I like that. So that's a mentality that we got to have down the stretch we got to
0: win every game we can yeah and again I think um as I look at this and I try to you know try to be realistic um, I think that's the only way you can do it um, now we can sit here and get real and say okay well how many do we have to win to get in I I don't again nobody has a crystal ball you can't tell me I I, I don't know what Colorado's going to do I don't know what la is going to do I don't know what Milwaukee's going to do I mean you know, is it possible they would all go 0-9? Well, I guess they could, I, but, you know, it's probably not going to. nobody
1: knows. Yeah, nobody you don't knows. know. And that's why you stay within yourself. You stay within your your game. If you're the Cardinals, you stay within your game. And that means, stay within your game means play today to win. They don't have a game today, but guess what? They have a game tomorrow. So forget about Saturday and Sunday. Let's do everything, everything possible to win Friday. And then when we win Friday, then we concentrate on everything to do on Saturday. And that's the mentality they gotta have, day by day. They cannot be thinking, "Oh, the Cubs needs to lose, God darn it," or the the Milwaukee. Needs. No, they don't care. They shouldn't care. We are in first place on the second wild card, right? And we're we're in one of those wild cards. Yeah, we're in the that's number two spot. Yep. Yeah, number two spot. So guess what? One one and a half games out up in Colorado. So guess what? That's, that's the key number right there that we need to watch it. You know, even if we don't get to Milwaukee in the first wild card, but at least we get in, and then anything can happen after that. We got the pitching to prove it. We got the good guys to hit it, to, to do it, and they play good on the road. They play awesome in Milwaukee. They play awesome in Chicago. So whatever we got to do, let's, let's make it happen, but you got to take care of it on Friday, day by day.
0: Um, you know, as you hit this stretch, the Cardinals have, you know, we've, you know, we had to fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, we've had to berate the topic of Wainwright being added of the rotation and giving them a, basically a six-man rotation. Um, you know, we had to berate that topic, which is fine, um, to the point of nauseam, only because, again, and I, I, I'm assuming, and I'm, I'm taking what I've read, what I've heard, what I've seen. And, you know, basically to give these guys a rest, um, you look at this thing and you say, okay, they did what they did. Now, one of Wainwright's starts wasn't great, but they got a win. The team won. You know, it was a team win. The next game they come out when Wainwright does this, and he basically pitches his butt off for six innings, and they get a win in that one too. So the two starts. Oh, a real
1: tough one. Sure. Let's tweet uh, and force this because it wasn't just any game. We just got beat three times against the Dodgers. They were about to sweep us, and everybody got no confidence in Wainwright right now. Not many people do. And for him to do that and take it up to them and say, here, I'm going to pitch this right here. And and to do what he did, come on, man. He can beat that out. And the same way when we he went to Chicago in the Cubs and we were struggling, oh, we need a win, but guess what? Wayne was pitching. And what did he do? He shot the freaking cups down. What else do you want to see? I always told everybody out to the fans. I said, listen, when he's healthy, he can help us. He might not be a Kershaw right now. He might not be a searcher right now. He might not be a Valander right now. But he can help us. That's all I said. He can help us, and 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 sometimes better than what we have. So don't don't just. If he's healthy, he will help us. The only problem is if he's not healthy then what we do, then you can just go ahead and, and do whatever you want. That's fine. But if he's healthy, I know he can help. He got the he got the jewels, he have the heart to do it, man. And he showed everybody he sh- I bet you anything, he shut up a lot of people with the outing against the Dodgers, not just any team. A hot team Dodgers, okay?
0: Yeah. And, you know, and the thing is um, kind of where we were going with it is, you know, there was a reason there was a reason. Right. I mean, the bottom line is it it appears to me. And, and again, I, I don't I'm not sitting here with all this scientific data, but some of these young guys are gassed. I mean, heck, everybody's gassed. And like you've said, guys are tired. Guys are beat up, but they're playing and they're giving everything they got. So they did this because they felt they needed to do it. Now, what we got out of it were two wins now. We're gonna find out over the course of the next nine games if it helps. Because if if now we get a better start from Gomber, if we get better start, if we get better pitching from Ponce De Leon, if we get better starts from a, if we get better starts from these guys because they're rested a little bit more than they were, well then it then it worked. It's that simple. So and and, and again, not even that it didn't work, but it's really more of a why they did it. I understand why they did it. It worked out for him in those two games. So, it, it, listen, in the end, we've come down to nine games. We have a, a, a we have a lead in the second wild card. Um, we're giving ourselves a chance. We don't have, you know, yes, we do play the Dodgers this weekend, but we're going to face a couple of really good pitchers, um, you know, and anybody can beat anybody. Um, then we play Milwaukee. We finish out you, against you the You saw Cubs. that
1: everybody can beat anybody with that guy from the – the Braves, that guy could walk the world, and he didn't throw a strike. He beat us. That guy Ureña, from Marlins, he haven't even won a game, and he end up beating us at that time. So anybody can beat anybody. We know that, Jimbo. But I really, I really believe that they got to take it day by day, right?
0: Yeah, and again, you know, they don't have an easy schedule. So you know, we that that's a fact. It is. It's a fact that you know we play. Um, we're going to play the two teams the last week of the season that are in front of us in our own division. Neither one of those teams want to give an inch. Um, it listen. I, this is and the, they want
1: to eliminate us.
0: Well, sure. They would prefer they, us to not be re- anywhere near it.
1: Yeah, they want to eliminate us because they know we're dangerous. They understand how dangerous the Cardinals are to their clubs, to both of them. So. They want the Cardinals out, plus, you know, the rivalry. They probably hate the guts out of us, you know. So, you know, they want us out. They don't care. They want us out.
0: Sure, and that's the thing. Now, you know, Colorado's got to go into Arizona. I mean, you know, they don't have, you know, it's not like they're getting patsies. So, you know, they have to go into, uh, you know, they're going to, while we play San Francisco this weekend, Colorado's got to go into Arizona, which is no picnic. So again, they've got their work cut out for them, um, you know. And again, I, I look at the thing and and it, it. Listen, you can talk about likelihood of things happening and things not happening, but the reality of it is, and sure, somebody could go zero and nine, somebody could go nine and zero. But you know, they they like I said, they got to go to Arizona, then they got to play Philly. So Colorado doesn't exactly have a cakewalk themselves. Um, I, again, I like our chances. Does that guarantee us anything? Well, heck, no. Um, again, you know, Washington comes to town to play Colorado the last weekend. Um, while they haven't performed as well this year, any given night that offense can explode. So again, we shall see, and um, and we'll go from there. But the the keys to this whole thing, in my opinion, it's going to come down to. I mean, Benji, I don't, you know, again, I don't know how to to tiptoe around this. We've talked about it for how long. It's going to come down to the bullpen again. And, you know, here we are, and it sure seems like, um, you know, we got some guys down there struggling at at a key time of the year. I mean, why can't we get this thing? Is it – we brought up some guys, and things had changed, and things had gotten better, and now it seems like maybe a couple of those guys are gassed a little bit. Uh, Myers. Appears there, there appears to the, like he went on the DL. He hasn't been the same since he come back. I don't know if he's still a little hurt or if he's out of rhythm. I, you know, if he was hurt, I would hope he wouldn't be pitching. But who knows? Maybe he's not telling them that something's bothering him. But he's not the same. He's he's just not. Um, something's wrong with Bud Norris. Um, you know, we can beat that dog if we want. Um, but we we might not see those two guys in the rest of the of the season on, on games
1: that matters right like like when when we we're ahead by one when we were ahead by by two or when we were down one things like that you might not see those guys anymore because i don't i mean the way they're pitching like you said it doesn't make sense putting them in right so we might not even see those guys uh if we're winning or, or keeping the game close. We might not even see those guys. So.
0: Well, we'll the issue, you know, for me, what I'm saying, you know, I'm looking at this thing going, we've got nine games to go. Um, none of them look to me to, you know, I, again, I, who knows? I mean, we could get blown out. We could blow some out. But when you're looking at the back end of your bullpen, I think we all have faith in Carlos. I think everybody is, you know, Jordan Hicks, you know, the rest seem to have, seems to have done him well. Um, I think – Brebbia has stepped up, no doubt about it. Dakota Hudson's gassed, for sure. Um, I don't think anybody wants to see Brett Cecil within 100 yards of the ballpark if it's a close baseball game. I've been unimpressed, and I hate to say that, but it's a fact. I've been very unimpressed with Shreve. Um, I don't know what Tyler Webb is supposed to do. Um, Man, it's going to be kind of hard to have three guys down there uh, now, I, I'm intrigued to see with this with with what Gallegos does when he comes up here, um, Giovanni. Um, uh, what a great thrill for him! Can you imagine? I mean, you you get traded over here, you win a, a, a championship in the minor leagues, and then in the celebration scrum, the manager announces in front of the whole team that you're going to the big leagues the next day. Um, you know, maybe this kid can that come up amazing. here and get, yeah, maybe this kid can come up here and give us a lift. He could.
1: It could. Uh, we had uh, we have Frankie Rodriguez when the year we won. He only pitched five games before the playoffs started. And he was a key uh, to us the whole way. He was a big key uh, of us winning with only five games in the belt, under his belt in the big league. So it could happen here with this kiddo. Um, I haven't seen him. I haven't had the opportunity to see him. I heard many, many good things about him, but I haven't seen him. So... But he could help us. Uh, Obviously, it's a great hand to have the guy that's just coming out of of winning a championship over there in the Memphis Mafia, which we have to say, man, uh, I'm so impressed of Stubby Clapp. We might not have him for so long anymore. I mean, that guy might win a major league job somewhere pretty soon. So I I think uh, what the job they did, I've been watching the last couple of years more closely and uh man, last year they were so close to winning. I mean, they won the PCL, but they didn't win that game. That the whole game that this year, man, they took it to him. I actually watched the game myself, and they took it to him. So uh, it's a great arm to have. We'll see how how it works out in these nine games. Like you said, uh Jimbo, nine games right now. The whole season comes down to nine games. You had a day off today. All Pictures on deck. All pitchers on hand. Let's go out. These nine games battling. Let's go out fighting. Let's go out with the chest. With the name in the chest. So proud. Let's go out fighting, man. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Um, I want to talk to you about a couple of guys that are I think are gonna be, you know, extremely key down this stretch that fans are a little, you know, concerned about right now. And in the numbers would say rightfully so at currently. Let's start with Matt Carpenter. Um, you know, an amazing season for Carp for all the way around. I mean, you think of where he started, then where he got his game elevated to. And he seems to have gotten himself back into a little funk. Are you seeing anything? I mean, for me, and I'll just say this, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. The the game of baseball at the highest level, at every level, is about adjustments. The guys that play the highest level are the, are the guys that are able to make the adjustments. I'm not going to say more easily, but that is the reality. The guys that can make adjustments play at the highest level. Um, you know, obviously, Carp worked on some things, made some improvements. It would be obvious to me right now, and you can stop me if I'm wrong, that, you know, when a guy is that hot, opposing teams are watching video on him and saying, "Well, here's what he's done differently to get himself out of his funk. We're gonna attack him differently." So, is it as simple as teams have changed the way they're pitching Carp, or, I mean, is it just a funk and we could see him break out of this tomorrow? I don't,
1: I don't think pitchers are being doing anything different. Yes, they watch video and they see what he's been successful. I, I don't believe in that as much as your mental aspect of the game don't don't go too far with carp carp is a tricky guy we all know that uh, carp is the type of guy that remember this year so far carp had three bad months if I'm not mistaken you can correct me if I'm wrong but three horrible months right that's what carp has had so uh, the next three months that, that he had is good so right now, we don't know what's going on with him. We don't know because he looks overmatched. He looks like he's thinking way too much, and he looks like he's trying too hard. So that could be a disaster for for a hitter. Uh, in this case, Carp. That could be a disaster for him. We just hope that he finds that little that little piece that got him into being hot, the hottest guy on the planet, and he can help us the last nine games to get in. So. I don't think it's as much as the pitchers doing anything different because he's missing a lot of pitches down the middle that he wouldn't normally miss. I think it's more mental for him. But but this is the type of season he's had all year, right? I mean, I think he had like three bad months and three good months. So, I mean, up and down is what Carp has shown us this year, right?
0: Yeah, um, you know, and again, the thing that's, you know, I, I guess – if you, you know, if you're a silver lining guy, which I think we all need to be, the one thing that you do know is, is that the, the guy could get hot tomorrow and carry you for a week. I mean, that's okay. how you have to believe. I mean, you, you've got to believe that, um, you know, and again, it's not going to be, but easy. it's scary
1: too. Yeah. It's a scary part when you have a guy struggling for that long in a season and then being hot for that long in a season. This could be happening. What's happening right now with him? He gets cold. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So absolutely. That's the scary part as a fan. That's the scary part as a as a teammate. Like, man, we need Carp so bad right now. This is a this is the nine days we need Carp right now to to start hitting. It's like uh, it's like Ozuna. He went into a little slump, but man, that last what last month or so he's he's been on fire for sure. So we need him to keep. He wanted him to keep going hot the whole way, like like Martinez. That's a different cat. He's been hot all year, so we all, all we need is for him to keep rolling the way he's been. Uh, guys like that, right, to carry the team most of the time. Wong picked a, a great time to start getting hot uh, the last couple months or so, and 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 he just taking off. So that's great. Uh, but at carp, it just scares you a little bit because carp has had those moments where he cannot find himself hitting again, and then all of a sudden he comes back to life and and he does it. So I, I'm okay. I'm okay with carp. I just want him to get hot these nine nine games and carry us. You know.
0: Yeah. Um. You mentioned Jose. That was the other guy I was going to go to. Now Jose Martinez. And I was glad to hear Mo's algorithm bring it up on the, uh, the Bowties and Sweaters show yesterday. A lot of fans disgruntled with Jose. I, you know, it's purely because Jose's just it lately hasn't hit like Jose has hit, but he's nowhere near, I mean, somebody had compared it, the whole thing to Brandon Moss. That's just insane. I mean, he's still hitting two thirty three for September. He's not hitting zero. Um, but I will ask you. Uh, and again, what's he done lately? You know, he's but won- how?
1: But how did he hit those two thirty two? Is more important. And I brought these to my brother, who is a coach in the Angels, right?
0: Yeah. And
1: he he told me one time. He said, "Hey, Bimo, but he's hitting he's hitting two twenty in September," and I say, "Yeah, but it has has he been hitting the ball hard, or has he has he been overmatched? Because there's a difference. If I had." I remember Osuna being in a slump, but he had the highest percentage of hitting the ball hard. So that's not a slump for me. A slump may be in the numbers, what the heck, because the numbers doesn't say it. That's a freaking slump. That, I get it, but the hell with that. That's not a slump for me. A slump for me is the guy that can hit the ball hard, and not only that, he's striking out a lot. He's a week out and things like that. That's a slump. But a guy who's crushing the ball, and, and Martinez have had, have had some bad games. I get that. I mean, come on. It's a long freaking year. But he's still hitting three-something, man.
0: Well, I mean, I would
1: never get Jose Martinez's name out of the lineup my last nine games. I don't care who it is who's pitching. Jose Martinez has to be in my lineup.
0: I, I, would, I would say you're right. There's no doubt about that. Um, I would say what fans are concerned about is exactly what you just mentioned. He has struck out more in September, and we're not through the month than he has in any month this season. If you watch, it appears to me, and, again, I'm no expert, it appears to me they're really working him away with a slider. So I don't know if somebody's picked up something or if he's struggling with his eyes right now, whatever it may be. But He's now, still hidden. That's right. Well, and let's face it. It, this is a game of adjustments. It's a game of, 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 of change. So what do we see? Out of, a, out of what, what I would call now, you have to call him a professional hitter. I mean, here's a guy who has struggled in September, but yet what's he done in Atlanta? He went one for four, two for four, two for four. Um, I am going to ask you, though, about <laughs> – You're going to
1: tell me, the, and you and as a fan, you guys are going to tell me, oh, he's been struggling and, and late, you know, he's having sliders and, and, and strikeouts are higher. If you think that of our best hitter all year, what the heck do you think about the other guys? What the heck do you think about Carpenter when he struggled for two months in a row? What the heck do you think about Fowler when he was struggling? Uh, He's been struggling all year. And what do you think about guys like Long who's been struggling all year and then all of a sudden picked it up? I mean, I want to know what the heck they're thinking about those guys because If you're thinking that, on our best hitter all year, 80 RBIs, bro, 80. We're not talking about 40. We're talking about 80 RBIs, 17 home runs, 18 home runs, 290 or 300. What the heck? If you think that as a fan and, and about him, our best hitter, what the heck do you think about the other players that have been struggling? I want to
0: know. Well, again, we get, you know, you're right. And and here's the thing for Cardinal fans. I, I will ask you this question because this is the one that's got him baffled a little bit. He is such a good hitter. He seems to be struggling with the bases loaded. Is that a mindset thing or is that is that something that can get in your head or maybe pressing oh, yeah. or is I mean, is that is that just I mean, again, is that just reality?
1: No, no, it's it, 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 it's it's real. The basic loader can get in your head, but it also could get in your head for trying too hard. I mean, don't you think those guys want to get a double with the basic loaded every single time? Well, sure. That's their mentality or a base hit. Carpich thinks the same way. Yaddy thinks the same way. Ozuna wants to get the basic loaded every single time out. But it's the mentality of trying too hard. How do you control that? I don't care how many times Jose Martinez strike out. With a base loaded right now, he's in my lineup. Pencil in in my lineup. I don't care where you put him. I don't care where you want a eighth or you want a second batter or you want a first batter. I don't give a crap. But that name has to be in there if we if we if we as the Cardinals have a chance to make it to the playoff, that guy that name has to be in that lineup. I'm telling you straight up.
0: Um you know i i got to tell you so i think we're all in agreement um we look at uh we look at the back of the bullpen uh, again i think carlos has settled into the closer role um brebia has I, I think has pitched well i think hicks we all know it
1: pitched well lately but remember he struggled for a
0: while sure and and the thing so, is, uh, I, I, all you can go by right now, I think, is how how what have you done for me lately when it comes to the bullpen. So yeah. I think those three we're, we're confident in. I'm anxious to see what Gallegos does. Um, you know, the only thing that I can say going forward is, is if we get into the playoffs, it's evident that a couple guys that are in the rotation are going to come out and go into the bullpen, so that'll be a big help. But of all those guys down there that I don't know that we're necessarily um, sold on, I mean, who do we trust the most out of that group? Is it Shreve? Is it? Do we stick with Myers, even though he doesn't seem to be quite right? Um, you know, Nor- Norris. The other night, it, they said it was a, a blister, but yet we know he's got the hip issue. I I don't know. I mean, it, it it's basically fumes at this moment, isn't it? I I guess so. And you got it. Uh,
1: you hit it on the nose. It's like yeah, the hottest guy. It will be the best guy to have out there. Um, Hicks, whenever he's come in, he had trouble, right? I mean he had these walks people and stuff, but he got out of it. So Hicks have to be in there. But I don't I mean, think about you go into the playoff if you win and you're up two to one in the eighth inning or seventh inning and you bring Jordan Hicks. That's our guy in those innings, right? Sure. That has been our guy. For sure. And you have to you have to live with him walking to and maybe losing a game because he's been good getting out of the trouble, but at, at what point do we, you know what I mean? Sure. At what point is, is that going to bite him in the ass or, or in the butt? You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Sure. Like, that's our guy out there, but he's been getting into trouble. So you have Hicks. You can put Ponzi Leon out there, and he got guts, man. He can pitch out there. So we'll have to wait and see. Now they got the day off today. So they're rested. So that means all hands on deck, man. Let's go for these nine games and try to win them all. And I'm happy, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would say this if I look at it. I, You know, if we – boy, in a perfect world, you know, if you get seven innings out of a starter, I feel pretty good, right? I think at the end that of the day – these days – Yeah. Days, these
1: days it's really hard to do that. Um, it's really, really tough to do that. If we get a seven-inning guy – it'll be perfect world, right? I mean, yeah. that would be so awesome. Well, but, And,
0: and but that's the thing. I, I'm with being
1: you. realistic, I think it's it's really hard to, to think that way because the last starts, like a couple of these guys coming up right now, they're going to make the last start of the year. That's it. Like the next three days, somebody's going to make the last start and nobody can pitch anymore the whole year. So that's another thing.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It, you know, again, it's not – I'm not necessarily worried about who pitches the eighth or ninth or even the seventh if the situation is perfect, but it's who pitches the sixth, you know, who pitches the seventh. And let's face it, there's going to be back-to-back and back-to-back-to-back nights and the way the starting pitching has went. And, you know, that's really – you know, listen, you can't complain. The the starters, for the most part, have been pretty darn good for the Cardinals this year. Um, You know, but the only – you know, if you were going to have a complaint, and, again, I, I say that lovingly, OK, that that's the complaint is that even though they're getting, you know, we've had some good starts, we're just not getting deep into games. And, you know, you're going to play, you know, you had the day off today, like you mentioned, which was great. I mean, they, it was well needed. They needed it. Um, again, I I would try to make it through this weekend without using Dakota Hudson. That's what I would do, because I look what it did for Jordan Hicks. He didn't pitch for a few days. He came back and boy, he looked he rested and I would do the same thing with Dakota Hudson this weekend. If you're bringing up Gallegos, I would put Dakota Hudson off limits this weekend. You're playing the Giants. You gotta hope at some juncture your offense wins you some games. Um, hopefully, your starting pitching, you know, comes through for you this weekend. I would, I would not pitch Dakota Hudson this weekend. I would say, you know what? We're gonna give you, you know, you've had off this many days. We need you for that last week. That's what I would do. Now, again, that's easy for me to say, but I would do that. Um, because otherwise, I don't know what you do. Because you've got to have somebody step up. Somebody's got to pitch the sixth inning. <laughs> Somebody's got to pitch yeah, the sixth but, but, inning.
1: But but what have we? But what have we talked about the last couple of years? The bullpen will get you in, and the bullpen will get you out of the playoffs. We said it many times. It comes down to the bullpen, and if we have to use Dakota, he better be ready. And if we have to use Whoever out of the bullpen, he better be ready, because we need all those guys and we need them all for the nine games. You know, that's just what it is. I know what you're saying. If we could do that, that'd be perfect. But if we can't do that, the heck with that. We need him. We need him. Let's go. We need to win that game.
0: You know, the guy that's been really good in kind of a like, you know, in kind of a a multi inning relief role, Tyson Ross has been good. I mean, he had you know he gave up a run, I think, but. You know, it, it they're they're gonna have to probably change how they use him going forward. I mean, they're gonna have to be okay with one inning from him and you know, and then if the game presents itself, let him go multiple innings. But you know, they're probably gonna have to change how they use him going forward because he's been pretty good. Um and again he's been good. And, and again, I again the whole thing would be really cool. Like I'm really, really anxious to see Gallegos pitch. We got a good analysis from him yesterday from Kyle Reese, who's seen him pitch. Who has you know? Who has followed him through the minors? Um, you know, again, you know, got, he's probably going to come out of the bullpen ninety-five. You um, got to make pitches, but hey, he's a young guy with a little bit of major league experience playing for the Yankees. Um, you know, you can't be guaranteed anything, but you know what? You're not guaranteed anything right now. So you just got to go out there and play and let it hang out. Yep, let it hang out. That's it. Um uh so nine games left. Um we're gonna face Bum Gardner Friday night. Um boy, that's a tall task. But I will well, say Well we've this. been having tough tasks the whole past what, two weeks? That's right. And we We beat Clover. That's right.
1: We've beaten tough guys. We beat Bueller over there in, in Dodgers, even though he pitched great, but we still beat him. Uh, we we beat some really really good good guys, so I Baumgartner doesn't scare me. I mean, uh, to tell you the truth, I mean, it, it, oh, how, let me put it let me put it in another way. He's a great pitcher, and I don't I don't want to take anything away. I just don't want. I, I know the Cardinals. I know our Cardinals. They're not they're not backing down because it's Baumgartner. We we beat so many. How about Sersher? We almost beat Searcher at their place. Almost, I say, because the bullpen gave it up and the game changed. But but we got ahead right away. I mean, I don't I don't care who's pitching, Jimbo, for real. I don't care. Our Cardinals has proven to me and to the fans that they can beat anybody at any time. So that's why I ain't worried about who's pitching. I'm worried about who's closing out, like you said the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning of the game when we're winning. That's what I'm worried about.
0: Huh. Yeah. I, I, again, that's <laughs> that's where I'm at in this thing. Um, I, I don't know how consistent the lineup will be. Um, I think right now. Um, we just
1: hope and pray they're okay, man. That's it. That's it. We just hope and pray that they take it to them and they know that there's, there's nine games, man. That's it. We can't. We, we, we don't know. Nobody knows if, if Bumgarner is going to shut us down or we're going to get him. Nobody knows until we face him on Friday, tomorrow. So guess what? I don't, I don't worry about that. I worry about my my team's attitude, my, and which is great. I mean, have you seen our club playing lately? They've yeah. been playing with such a heart out there, living it all out there, doing the right things out there. That's what I worry about. and I, I mean, that's what you should worry about, and, and I'm not.
0: You know, yeah, no, I agree. I, again, I look at it, and and you know, I listen. in In my opinion, I I feel really good about us getting a wild card spot. I mean, I I feel very very confident. Um, am I confident we're going to win the division? Well, I, no, because it's a I man. It's a majorly tall task. I mean, we're five and a half games out. Can it happen? Of course, it can. You shoot, you shoot for it. That's right. You shoot for it. You get your
1: mindset on winning all nine games, and you put yourself right up there to win the division. If you can have a nine-game winning streak right now.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, I will say this. Can it happen? Of course it can. I, I Listen, I, if I was going to put it in order, the number one thing is I think we all in St. Louis, w- let's face it, one way or another, we want to be in. Okay, we want to have a meaningful game in October. That's number one on the list. I think we're on a good path for that. Number two, I would love to have that game played at Bush Stadium. I'm not as freaked out about playing it in Milwaukee. My only thing is, I I don't, you know, anytime you play a game in a field where the field can make a difference in the game, that always bothers me, and that place is a bam box. It just is now.
1: I know, but Milwaukee doesn't bother me. I I, I mean, the guys have been playing great, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they play great in Milwaukee, so that doesn't bother me. They're going to be playing good over there. Well, it doesn't B- bother, bother me as much me. either,
0: only because one of the you know, listen, what what I find interesting, if you listen to 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 the guys that follow the team pretty closely, the media, and then and then you kind of get you know certain fans incensed. Um, one of the things that follows this team a little bit is the theory that they they struggle to score when they don't hit for power and the reality is Bush Stadium is not a home run friendly park so you know when they go on the road and they play in some of these more homer friendly parks and they do really well it kind of quote unquote fits their agenda more so I like it um, and let's face it I like all I like a couple of our starters a lot better than I like. Their starters. So again, I, I would go up to I would go to Milwaukee, and I would feel confident about our our chances. That being said, who wouldn't want a home game at Bush Stadium in October? Um, but that's it in, in order of preference because it, it, it's hard to sit here and, and complain if you get in. But I mean, I just want to. But get let in. me
1: tell you, let me tell you one thing that Yaddy told me It opened up my eyes, and it's very true. I mean, I did it when I was a player. And he said, Bimo, you go out there, you fight to win every single game left. You fight, you fight, you fight, and you win, try to win all the games that are left in our schedule. And he was like 40 games at the time, and I'm like thinking like, wow, he's planning on going 40-0? and 0? I mean, that would be great, but, but you know, he, he, his mentality was he's trying to tell me, we go out there and, and try to win every single game we can, and we're going to go, I don't care. But at the end, in the end, we get where we get, and we fight. We get in, we got out. We got in, we fight for the playoffs. And the worst Series, we got out, we go home, and train for next year. And that got me going, thinking, like, wow, I mean, like that's truly the mentality of a ball player. It's like you try to win every single game out there, But then at the end, if we have to go to Milwaukee or Milwaukee wins the division and we have to face the Cubs in Chicago or or Colorado ends up being the second and we end up being the first, Colorado will come here. I mean, whatever it is, that scenario, whatever it is, we have to face it. That's what he's telling me. He goes all out for 162 games and one year he took 163. But then when that thing is over, whatever we are, wherever we are, we got to face it and that's it. And I'm ready for it. And I'm like, wow. I mean, this coming from a, from ball player. I mean, it's awesome. That's the mentality they have, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Um, it's going to be an exciting weekend. Um, next week I'm looking forward to seeing where we sit on Monday. Um, we're going to get into some hard, hopefully we, we see ourselves in a position to start asking some tough questions next week. Um, you know, uh, uh, the the question that I want to ask you as we finish out today is this: You know, it's interesting. You look at the game, the the two games ago when you when it you know it felt like, you know, the Cardinals won the first game against Atlanta was great. The second game, um, it was a it, it had that a feel. There was a feel to that second game against Atlanta, like man, I don't I don't know how this game's gonna go. Um, we had had some opportunities, did this, did that. And then, you know, Yachty comes up uh, after the strikeout. I mean, you know, we, we, I thought, listen, no complaints whatsoever about how Schilt handled that situation. I thought he handled it perfectly. He went with, uh, you know, he went with, uh, Matt Adams. And then they brought in the left-hander. He countered with wisdom. It was, I thought it was well done. I thought it was the exact right thing to do. Um, You know, again, I don't think anybody could argue that. But at the time, it's 3 1, and it just feels like one of those games where if we didn't score there, that if that, you know, and obviously we're all concerned a little bit about the bullpen, right? It just had that feel, right? And then, you know, Yachty comes up and gets a base hit with two outs, which, you know, again, it just feels that way, right? So it got me thinking to myself, and, and this is kind of a fun question. I wonder who fans would one-up if there was two outs and the tying runs on third and the winning runs on second. If there's one up I wonder who fans like in that situation. And it only got me thinking about it only because, again, we've already covered Jose Martinez has been struggling with the bases loaded, but it got me wondering who would fans one-up there in this Cardinal uniform right now. Obviously, I think <laughs> we've talked about Clutch being a, a – a, a actual something that some guys are and some guys aren't, and I know that a lot of our stat people will tell us, "Oh, there's no such thing." I mean, I know what uh, what's his name, uh, Brian Kelly, doesn't believe he thinks clutch is negligible. It's a negligible part of the game and things like that. But it got me wondering on this team who that would be. We've had some guys take some great at bats. Obviously, Carpenter, you know, goes through a stretch, and so so my question to you is this. Is that I put some- my money on my guy. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Here's my thing. Is that something where you would say, well, it would depend on who was going well, or is that something that would never change for you? Would it always me, be Yachty for change. you? Would it always be Yachty for you?
1: Uh, in, this, in this team, yeah. In, yeah, Yachty, of course.
0: And um, that has nothing to do with him being a brother. About, We've talked about this. I know no, that.
1: No, 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 no. It, it had to do with... with clutch it has to do with how many times has he come through for you as a team and if you have anybody else that has come through uh more than Yaddy you're more than welcome to tell me and we'll discuss it but so far in this club right now um Yaddy has been clutch probably the most so I would rather have him who who would you put because uh, when Pujols was here It was easy because Yaddy got some some good hits, but Pujols was our guy in the clutch. So I just want to know if you have anybody that I don't know, and if you have anybody that has done more clutch hitting than Yaddy this year, um, you know, you're more than welcome to tell me.
0: Well, that's an interesting thing. So let me ask you this. Is that – do you, you listen? I I I don't want you to say any names. I it's more of a feel thing. Have, are there certain guys who don't want any part of that situation that are playing in the big leagues, or I mean, or is that can you tell? Can you tell certain guys that when they get in that situation, it's just a struggle for them, or is that when when you're
1: okay?
0: Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I think you know where I was going with it, so go ahead.
1: Yeah, when you're with them. On a daily basis, uh, as a player, as a teammate, as a coach, yes, you can tell who wants it or who doesn't. But for me to sit here and say, Bader doesn't want it, Jose doesn't want it, that's really unfair, right? I, I, I don't think it's right to do. right? Because I, I haven't been there with them uh, all year. But when you are proven, how do you say that? When you prove yourself that you have it, in this case for me, that I'm away most of the times and then do the weekend games and stuff, I'm not there every single day. So for me, I have to see who's done it. You know what I mean? Right. It's different. So for a coach, for a teammate, they know who wants it or who doesn't. That's okay for me. But I, me, I need to see who's done it. And whoever's done it more it's Yadi for me, right? I mean, Jose has been close at times because Jose has been clutch, uh, too. I'm not taking away anything from anybody else. Don't get me wrong, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Yadi's the only one. Jose has been close at times, uh, at many times. Uh, Ozuna has been close many times. Jericho has been close many times for us. But when you go and say who you want there on the plate, it's not close. And this is just me, um, right? This is my opinion. Yeah.
0: Sure. So, is, is, there, um, is there a – I mean, are there some guys you played with that, like, when they came up in tough spots you just knew in your heart they were going to succeed? Like, my my assumption would be is – I mean, you played with Bonds. He's he's as good a hitter as any of us have ever seen. Um, You know, is there anybody else that you played with that quite simply you just knew that they – they thrived on that situation we were going to come through?
1: Oh my gosh, many guys. I knew Gary Anderson was going to be good in that situation. I knew that, uh, let me see who else, Blatty. I knew Blatty wanted it uh, in his heart. Straight up, he wanted it. He wanted to be there. Vladimir Guerrero. I uh, know I Adrian Beltre wants those situations. They're built for that. That's why they're Hall of Famers, man. Because they're built for that. But I also knew some guys that it's hard for me to name names, right, because they're friends and stuff. But uh, I, I saw them, and they you could see their, their worries, and then you can see their faces, their demeanor changes, and you could see that they're struggling with pitches and that they normally don't do. When the game is up, uh, when we're up six or down six and you face the bases loaded, there's no pressure. So that's okay. But when the game is down one, and you have basic loaded with two outs or basic loaded with one out, that's the money that's the money pressure you want. That's why they call you clutch or not, you know? That's why they call you big money. Sorry, I have to throw that in. But hey, I I gotta tell you, man, you have to you 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 have to I see them. I don't I, I won't mention any names, but i seen those guys that don't want no part of, <laughs> on the on the base and loaders and stuff. But, hey, that's their way. I wanted them. I wanted the situation. I, I wanted the RBIs. I don't care where they were. The more chances I get runners on, the more chances I get to get RBIs. So help out the team.
0: Uh, last thing I'll ask you on this, because, again, I think it's a fun question and topic for our listeners, and I'm going to ask them all. I'll be curious to get their thoughts um, as part of our post. Um, so my last question to you is this, when we see a guy and let's face it, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in the world to do when it comes to sports, um, hitting it successfully is on a whole nother level. <laughs> um, again, yeah. I talk about this being a game of failure and let's face it, you know, you, you fail more than you succeed. It's just a fact. I mean, you can't get around it. That being said, what we see as a fan is we see a player come up in a tough spot and, Unfortunately, this is the reality. The numbers say they're going to fail more than they succeed. So that's what we see, right? It's awesome, and we have great memories of when guys get big hits, right? Like, again, I I know. I mean, your brother's the same guy for me on this team. It's going to be Yachty for me too. um, That I would say I'd want up. I mean, you think about the home run in New York. You think about some of the other things he's done, and and especially and this year and, and other years. So you think about all those things what you don't remember, like you remember them for a moment, but they don't stick in your memory, is the number of times that they came up and didn't come through. Now, Michael Jordan has said, yeah, I hit a lot of great last-second shots. I missed a lot too, okay? I took a lot of last-second shots that didn't go in too. That being said, what we don't see is the after. So I'm of the opinion, and and, uh, more than opinion, uh, just from what I know, what makes these guys great is – while they're upset, while deep down they wanted to come through. You know, I think fans think they should go in and they should beat themselves up and they should feel ashamed and they should and it's just terrible, but you can't think that way. You've got to be able to put it behind you and say, "Well, I got, you know, tomorrow's another day." And that's what makes great players great. But it can't be easy to do that. How but, hard but, is that on the, you when you don't come through?
1: Yeah, but Paul the young miss an opportunity to win the game yesterday with the basic loaded, and he didn't come through. But today he was with a great attitude. Let's go get him today, guys. I mean, it's a new day. You gotta, you gotta let it go and and come back. Cause today he's gonna come right back at you before you know it. I mean, not today, but Friday. But but some teams are the next day. And the and, and Young said it. And let's go, guys. Let's go get this thing and. And you're like, wow, he just missed a basic of opportunity to win the game, and he's so positive. Well, that's the way you need to be if you want to be successful. If you want to wrap around the, the negative, you you will never do it. You will never be successful.
0: Yeah, I, I've i said this all along. It's one of the things I've learned since being more involved in this, because when I was younger, I admit it, you know, I I used to want guys to get mad when they didn't come through or throw a helmet or do something to, because I felt like that was them showing me they cared. Like that's what we need. We need more. But that's you know. <laughs> and I used to watch guys like Matt Holiday and and you know I I'll never forget I watched him that you know when that ball hit him in L A. in the in the stomach or whatever, and it, 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 he acted like it didn't even happen. He just you know picked the ball up and threw it in. I didn't see him say anything under his breath. I didn't see him pound his glove. I didn't see him do anything. And I remember sitting there going, I I remember saying this to myself. Do you even care? you know and 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 i and now being let's face it a little older and a, just a wee bit smarter i understand that when jim edmonds was playing and people were like that's, oh that's he's got that california attitude he doesn't really care he's kind of laid back no nobody wants to win nobody wanted to win more than jim edmonds but they can't show that outward emotion like that because it will consume you because it is a game of failure. You have to be able to put the failures behind you in order to succeed. And that was the way it was explained that, to me.
1: And that next line drive could be right at you again. And then what? If you're thinking about the past one, you might miss it again. And then it becomes worse. So, But it's also a game of personality, Jimbo. We have 25 men on the roster, and they're all different. That's, that's the way that, that Mount Holleray deal with it. But if you put El Puig, he might have thrown that glove off the to the fans you know what i'm saying he might have just going crazy ripped the shirt off or or, or throw the glove out to the fans because he was so pissed but that wasn't holiday right i mean th- those are different personality and we just have to understand them
0: yeah it's it's an exciting thing uh, to watch and you know, I mean, the, the the hard part really for all of it is is you know I think for most Cardinal fans, especially our age, you think back to 2011 and you think about the the evening that David forget the play. Just talk about one evening, the evening David Freeze had. Well, you know, what if he doesn't come through? I mean, what if what if he does what they do seventy five percent or seventy percent of the time in that situation? What if he makes an out? Right. What if he makes an out? I mean, do you think any less of him because he did what everybody does? I mean, it's just a – again, I find it fascinating that we we love so much of the excitement of when they come through. And, man, we are so darn hard on these guys when they don't. And, again, it, it goes back to what I always say because it seems easy sometimes. It definitely seems easy sometimes. So. Good stuff, it's man. It's not that easy. No, it's not. No it's not. But I do think and nobody'll ever convince me and I think if if you if we listen to you um I think you would agree with me or you agree with me it is something inside guys that they have a little something in them that allows them to come through more than you know a little bit not more than they let's face it. We don't there's nobody out there that's hit for a long career over 500 with the bases loaded or with the bases loaded and two out in the game no I don't think there's anybody out there that that owns that stat so the reality of it is they have failed more than they've succeeded but let's face it all you know you're great if you do it through 30% of the time you're 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 fit you're a hall of famer if you come yeah, through sir. 30% of the time in big situations you sure. should be so again um look what I know is this and this is what I'll leave with is this. It's September. We have meaningful... It's late September. September 20th. We've got meaningful baseball games for the next nine... Or well, next nine games, 11 days, whatever it is. Every one of these games means something. We are on track to have a meaningful baseball game played in October that involves the Cardinals with an opportunity to win a 12th World Series. I'm excited. Um, what it tells me, if you know anything about Cardinal history, is that you might see the most unlikeliest of people be a hero. Um, You know, Pete Cosma might get an unlikely base hit to bring you all the way back, you know, in a game that that Wainwright started and, and literally didn't get out what he didn't get out of the second or third inning against Washington. I mean, it might be Pete Cosma. It might be David Freeze. Who knows who it'll be? I don't care who it is. All I know is that there might be another great moment in Cardinal history coming up, and we might get to experience that. And I think as a Cardinal fan, that's what that's what you hope for. And it looks like they're giving us that opportunity. So I'd love to see everybody get on board, support them, and, and be ready to go. So uh, for me, it's exciting. I don't know about you.
1: You got nine playoff games coming up, man, and we are excited for them. We just got to cheer on them the heck out of them. Uh, we, we just got to go out there and try to beat up on anybody who we face. And that's it. Take care of business. and Let's get into the dance show. And let's see what happens after that, man. Once you get in, you never know what's going to happen. So I like my chances. I hope that these guys have it. And I don't have any worry or any anything uh, that worries me about our boys, man. They're going to go out there fighting. They're going to go out there, going to fight every single night. And that's what we're going to see. So I'm ready to go, man.
0: Um, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. I know you're coming in town. Um I, I'm I'm excited to see you this week. We're at patios, folks. Uh hopefully not the last time. Hopefully there's a Friday playoff game in St. Louis and we'll get to do one more event. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's the last time. It's our last scheduled time. How about that? Um hopefully there is at least one more. It'd be nice if there were two or three more. Um a nice red October is exactly what we're what we're asking for here in St. Louis. So um, Benji, I know you got to run. I'm going to let you get out of here. Um, but I plan on seeing you uh, tomorrow at Patio's, my friend. You, you got it, man. Go Bert. All right. That is my man and yours, Benji Molina, on the M4byYachty.com hotline. Um, again, as mentioned, we will be at Patio's tomorrow, 5 o'clock, uh, give or take, right at 5 to 6 is when Benji usually can, uh, can get there and do his thing. Um, again, I'm excited. Uh, meaningful baseball. I like the t- – you know, I love the conversation today. We got into some, some of the stuff going on. Um, I like to talk to Benji about maybe the mindset of the struggles of guys and what they're thinking. There's nine games left. Somebody's going to do something great. Um, it's just – you never know who it's going to be. I'm going to ask you guys in the post today, you know, uh, who, you know, who do you want up in the clutch situation? Um, I think we're going to get a lot of yachty's. Um, I think, it, you know, right now. Might get some carbs, and that's okay, too. I'd be curious. But, again, it's a great great thought, great topic. But, again, um, I'm just excited about the possibility there being really, really meaningful baseball back in St. Louis after a couple years off in October. Um, I want to thank our partners. uh, Again, uh, InnovativeCompanies.com. Make sure you check them out for your construction, heating and cooling, electric, and now plumbing work. That's Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com, 35 years experience, second-generation craftsman, man of his word. Adam's Smokehouse, it's not just for lunch anymore. Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, open till 7. They got the brisket burgers today I saw fired up on the grill. Pay attention to what they got going. Their specials are absolutely amazing. In fact, I'm thinking about driving over and getting a brisket burger uh, myself today as soon as I finish up the show here. It would definitely be worth the drive. Head on over to Watson Road. Check out Adam's Smokehouse. Tremendous barbecue, folks. Don't forget Adam Smokehouse. Uh, Gators Baseball Academy, um, again, we're having a great time supporting these guys. They're easy to support. Uh, They're doing a great job with some of these kids in in the St. Louis area. Again, you know, lots of people listening to the show. Your kids play ball. You want to find out uh, what the Gators Baseball organization is all about, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Their four-pillar system for helping your son or daughter become a better person as well as a better athlete is what it's all about um again their training is unbelievable you can go there and check out some of the videos of some of the great things that they're doing with athletes here in st louis i'm excited to see what's in store uh for the organization as they continue to grow in the community now they're available over in illinois so you know if you depending on where you live you've got your missouri gators got illinois gators and then when you get to high school um the gators baseball academy are for the prep players that are really trying to take their game to that next level which you know, it's a dream of a lot of kids to play baseball in college um, for a select few professionally, of course. But um, they're going to do what they got to do to help you with that. It's not always just about talent. There's grades involved. There's character. There's a lot of things that you better think about if this is, in fact, your dream. GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Check them out. Uh, Mark Marcuzo and the gang at, at uh, Arlington Greens. Uh, check them out. They do a tremendous job. Their staff is second to none. Mark does a tremendous job. And, again, I'm excited for, uh, for, for you to get over and check out Arlington Greens Golf Course. TwoBirdsOnABat.com is where you'll find us. Subscribe to the show. Do your shopping at Amazon. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, at Birds on Twitter is where you'll find us. Uh, you follow us on Twitter, and you're a Cardinal fan, we're going to follow you back. Our big ask, though, and you guys have answered the bell, Facebook. Uh, every Monday, now Wednesday, with the Bird Bowties and Sweaters Show, and, of course, on Thursdays, uh, we release the show. It's usually out by 5 o'clock every day. That night, once the show was released, if you go to Facebook and share our pinned post, um, you know, comment on it, uh, throw it a like, but, but share it is the most important thing. You're going to be entered for a drawing, and, again, we just had somebody win something, and we had kind of posted a picture of them and, and sent it out. But, you know, we're taking people that do that. Uh, we have some interns pulling all the names and everything off of there, and, they you know, it shows on there who shared it. Um, and then we throw them in a, in a, in a, in a big pool. We'll, we'll pull a couple off each one, and then we'll give away some stuff. You know, um, we're working on uh, – Benji's been getting us some autograph memorabilia. So, uh, you know, we'll, th- we'll pull out some names and, and throw some autograph memorabilia you guys' way and give you an opportunity to win that stuff. So it means a lot to us. And, again, that's where we're going to grow our communities on Facebook. Like I said, it's Two Birds on a Bat. Like our Facebook page. Click invite your friends. Get them involved as well. It uh, means a lot to us when you do that as we just try to grow our community. The Birds on a Bat Facebook group continues to grow as well. You can ask to join that if you're a Cardinal fan; they'll let you in. Um, all of our Facebook partners out there are amazing. Um, RallySquirrel.com. Uh, very proud to be associated with Rally Squirrel Club. Check it out, uh, RallySquirrel.com. You can learn more about it. It's a, it's a, it's a very. Uh, inclusive club that Nate McHenry is developing over there. And if you want to learn more about it, rallysquirrel.com is where you want to go. He's going to have an exclusive Facebook group just for Rally Squirrel Club members. So you can learn more about that at rallysquirrel.com. My friend and yours, Chris Lawless and, uh, and Ron Nuttall over at Cardinals Nation, Cardinals 24-7, Team Arrival Podcast. Cardinals 24-7 guys are doing some amazing things. They're growing their network. They're, uh, they, they've are they upped their website, Annie. They're they're going to be providing uh, bloggers and lots of posts and things like that, guys that are going to be really keeping you informed in what's going on with Cardinal baseball, especially as a Cardinal fan. I know they're going to be involved in what we're going to be doing with Yo! Radio, with the Cardinals uh, Cardinals Talk Network. We're excited about it. And again, we couldn't ask for better friends and better partners uh, in crime because those guys are, are, are really what it's all about when we think about Facebook groups that are really in tune with the people that get involved in them. I mean, I think there's a lot of great Facebook groups out there, guys. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've mentioned them all the time. Fans of Yadier Molina, St. Louis Cardinals Crew, St. Louis Cardinals Nation, STL Cardinals, Cardinal Freak. Um, great Cardinal Facebook groups. They they just keep going on and on. Cardinals Country, Baseball Heaven. You know, I love the groups where the, the administrators really care and they, they take care of it and they really – they, they start some great conversations for everybody to be involved with. So, again, I want to thank all these administrators, all these people that take the time out of their schedule to promote Cardinal Baseball because we love being part of this community. We thank them for welcoming us in, allowing us to share our shows to their groups. We want to throw them a shot. We want you to check them out. So, again, they do a tremendous job. Mick Light, Art City Media, uh, massive Facebook page, guys involved in all types of different sports here in St. Louis, concert promotions. You know, if there's something going on in St. Louis, whether it be sports or entertainment, Art City Media is on the ball. So check them out. Great stuff as well. Uh, Lineupmedia.fm, home of Yo Radio. Go to the App Store. Download Yo Radio today, uh, the newest streaming platform. Again, we've got big things in store for them with our Cards Talk station that we're working on right now. Um, It's coming. Download it. Again, it's in the App Store on your mobile device. For all of us here at Two Birds on a Bat, let's go, birds!